Hello. Oh wait, I just stole your part. Hi. Oh yeah, you're all right. Sorry. Sorry, just excited, aren't you? I was really excited. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we had a few weeks off because um, I actually got a little bit of bad news, didn't I? We were supposed to be um, recording a couple of podcast episodes for whilst myself and Phil were away, mm-hmm. um, and I got a little bit of bad news on the day that we were recording it. So that took priority. It was literally thirty seconds before. We literally were thirty seconds yeah. before we were going to get started. So I really wasn't in the right headspace to record some podcasts, and then we went away, and then you went away. So mm. we've not, and then you were poorly. I was. So yeah. we took a small hiatus. We did a. We did a little, little mix. <laughs> did a little mix. Do you know that was old news when you told me? What do you mean it was old news? I spoke to my friend and I was oh. like, "Did you know Little Mix taken a hiatus?" And she's like, "That's yeah, that's been a thing for a while now." How long's a while though? Like a long time. It was because it was in the news because they just finished the tour. They didn't announce that ages ago. Apparently. <laughs> I thought it was in the news because they just finished the hiatus. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not the number one fan so I feel like me finding out when I found out was probably about I mean I didn't know either so you're a bigger fan than I am I mean I'm not a huge fan but I mean always listen to Little Mix Janice I am not never stops I couldn't tell you one of the songs but I do enjoy them when they're on do you know what I couldn't but I guarantee you play me ten in a row and I'll be able to sing along to all of them yeah they're quite catchy very catchy yeah (laughs) very very catchy yes we took a small hiatus we took a little mix we took a little mix but we're back we're back Back again. Let's see if we know what we're doing. I'm not sure we do. Um, we just named this one and didn't write it down. How to... What did we call it? Well, everybody listening will know because it'll already be on there. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. We don't need to tell them. They've already clicked it. They're already listening. How to stop thinking about your body all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are we talking about that, Jim? <laughs> I think... Um, do you know what? this? The reason we actually came up with this was when we saw that Kim Kardashian thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Um, and, and it's a bit old news now considering this is two weeks later than we'd actually planned to so do So that's it. old news. Little mix in our is old news. No way we are living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I know it's a podcast it last be in the past, wasn't it? Yeah, but it got, us ha- it got us chatting about this topic, didn't it, when yeah. we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, you probably do. Um, it was the Met Gala, was it? I think that's what it's called, yeah. The mad dresses that people always wear. Mm. And Kim Kardashian lost, like, how much was it? £16 or something ridiculous. Yeah, about an hour and a half or something. To get into Marilyn Monroe's actual dress. Did you know it was her actual dress? Mm, yeah. I didn't at the time. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we got talking about, like, how, like, yeah, all right, the world's come a long way with this type of stuff, but there's still a long way to go is basically where we're at oh very 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 long way to go and i think that then got us thinking about because there's still a long way to go how do we almost protect ourselves Mm. with things from things like this yeah so hopefully today we'll be able to run through kind of i guess why you potentially feel the way you feel in terms of your body and and all those things but then also of course because it's us some solutions to that now it can help you to um, I guess, adapt and overcome and manage all the things that are potentially putting you in that negative place. Yeah, so I think the big thing for this one is we can make change. A lot of people think that, so if you're constantly thinking about your body, grabbing certain parts of it, mirror checking, letting it take over your life and wishing you always looked a certain way, maybe constantly setting diets as a result. And this is not us demonising weight loss in any way because we're not like anti-diet. No, we're not, no. I think we're somewhere in between like anti-diet and the body positivity. Sorry, that side of things and like extreme, not extreme dieting, but dieting. I think we're somewhere in between there, aren't we? Would you say? We're in that messy middle bit. I think that's why what we do is quite confusing for, because it's hard, it's sometimes hard to explain that 
we're not against losing weight. Like losing weight is absolutely fine and we'll have some health benefits to it. But we're also not pro losing weight just because um, it'll get you absolutely shredded and therefore will have implications to your health. So it's like that bit in the middle where it's like doing everything in a way that promotes health and you'll feel great and you'll have mm-hmm. loads of energy and you'll, you know, there'll be positives to what you're doing basically is what yeah. we promote. And I think it's knowing that changing the way you feel about yourself isn't going to come from weight loss, but that doesn't mean we can't prioritise weight loss for like health reasons, etc. But it does mean that if you want to change the way that you kind of think about yourself and see yourself and stop grabbing certain parts of your body and constantly feeling like you need to change your body, you need to be working on this stuff that we're going to be chatting about today and also doing the weight loss thing. Now you can do them separately, you can do them together. Some people need to do them separately and work on this side of things first like some people can do that with us some people need to go to a counsellor and dig deeper on these things because they're really ingrained like but it is vital work if you want to not constantly think about changing the way that you look like we tend to get to a point with clients don't we where they're losing weight from a place of not because they want to change the body but because actually they just want to function a little bit better in life and be on this earth a little bit longer and do day-to-day things a little bit easier rather than constantly feeling the need to change the body. Oh, maybe so, they do want to change the body, but yeah, but because they want to change the body, not because someone's told them that they have to. Or they feel like they should look yeah. like a certain person. I or, think that's the big thing. It's coming from a place of want rather than should. Yes. It's like, I, I have to change my body. Well, you don't. It then becomes a place of, actually, I want to. Yeah. All right, I want to lose some weight. All right, cool. That's fine then. If you want to do it, mm-hmm. that's absolutely fine. And I think this is a really nice example of it. Um, I'm at the minute trying to lose a little bit of weight, but I actually quite like my body the way it is right now. Mm. Like, I, I don't feel this big, huge desire to change my body, but also I've been a little bit lighter and I actually felt like I functioned a little bit better in my day-to-day life. So I was like, I'll, I want to get back to that place because I felt really good and fit and there's a lot of other things going on that I'm also working on but it's that kind of thing um, so I think we've kind of covered the probably nothing to do with your body and it, there's a lot of other factors that contribute it so we're going to explain what's probably contributing to you thinking that way about your body and why it's making you think that way and then how we can start to make changes to that yeah and i think when the kim k thing came up there was a lot of um there's a lot of social media energy as there always is with absolutely mm-hmm. everything but there was a lot of energy put into it and there was a lot of posts that we saw and there was one that was highlighted um it was alex light london wasn't it she yes. put she put um, a really good carousel on of basically I think, the, I think the title was something like, is it any wonder we struggle with body image or something along those lines? And it was talking about all the different happen, things that happened in the 90s and the, what do you call the 2000s? Is it the 2000s? Noughties. The 90s and 90s. And it was just basically looking at a lot of different things like magazine covers and clips from TV and things like that. And there was a real, uh, it was, you know when you watch back something and you go, oh my God, did they actually put that on telly? It and was I, mental, wasn't it? I always think though, like in that like twenty years, are we gonna look back at something that we thought was normal now? And we are, by the way. We're gonna look back and go, oh my god, can you believe they put that on telly twenty years ago? But there was um there was a really sort of it, it was it was almost difficult to watch. It was like, is this real? And it was a clip of uh, Victoria Beckham. You might have already seen it, where basically she's had she's had a kid, 
And who's the presenter? Is it? Uh, oh, can't remember his name. Can't remember his name. Glasses. Chris. Uh, is it Chris? Uh, oh, what is his name? Anyway, he's I basically presenting the show, and Victoria Beckham's had a kid recently, ish. And at he, the time. <laughs> yeah, at the time, and he says to her like, "Oh, have you ba- have you lost all the the baby weight kind of thing yet?" And she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh, well, will you prove it to me?" And gets out a pair of scales, and then when, which is shocking enough in itself, like I mean, the fact that he made her get on a pair of scales to prove to her that she lost weight is absolutely mental. And congratulating her on how much better she looked as well. Well, I'm not finished yet, Jen. Oh, we did that first. Yeah, no, but sorry, I'm that's saying, why I thought you missed it. No, no, no. So I'm saying, not only was it bad enough that he got out the scales to do that. But then there was a big celebration of the fact that she now looked great because she'd lost the weight and then got clapped when she confirmed it. So it was like, you look better now. Prove it to me. Well done. And it's like, is it any wonder? Is it any wonder that people are feeling so negative about the body when there are people being put on TV being told, this is what you need to do. This is how you should look. Oh, and by the way, if you look this way... We're all going to clap as well and tell you how great you are. And just, I'm just on the post now. There was like celebrities like Lindsay Lohan, I can't even remember, Nicole someone, is Kid, it? Kidman. No, it wasn't Kidman. Nicole. I can't remember her name. Oh. She was friends with Paris Hilton, I think. Oh. Can't remember. Anyway, picture them like literally looking like actual bone. Um, and then like, uh, what's her name? Bridget Jones, Renee. Mm. Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. <laughs> Renee. Renee. <laughs> Um, the fact that she was like size 14 and she was like told she was fat and constantly on a mm. diet and then the worst one for me is this one that she put on is just like um, actually that is Kim Kardashian isn't it yeah is yeah um, guess who bony back guess who cottage cheeks Julia Roberts fab at 40 um, guess who I love my new curves like it's the magazine all colour, by the way. yeah all just kind of commenting on how like female body image basically Mm -hmm. and i feel like as well not only was that happening but there was just like it was that that 90s era where it was like diet 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 like so many different diets at that point of life wasn't there it was it became i mean to be honest with you the weird thing is as well there's probably more out now just because of the rise in social media and Mm. technology and the internet and things like that like it's probably there's probably even more diets than they've ever been but at the time that was what was being pushed. Like, losing weight was the thing. You had to lose weight or else you basically wasn't as good as someone else who had lost weight. And I think pretty much everybody's, um, not to stereotype or anything, but pretty much everybody's mum went yeah. to Weight Watchers at some point. Like, that became the in thing. You went to Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. That was that was normal. It was almost like not normal if you didn't go to Weight Watchers. That became the yeah. in thing to do. And, and I think also... I was going to say, that then got pushed down on, on children and mm-hmm. that got pushed down on onto friends and becoming a part of this diet just became it was almost like the end thing to do so you would count your points and you would then make sure that your um siblings friends were counting points there'd be some kind of competition between you that then get pushed down to the kids to make sure they were counting them as well and it just became this big huge era of everybody must lose weight and if you did you was the winner yeah, and it's bonkers, isn't it, to think that? And, like, when you see it now, like, laid out in front of you like that, you're like, oh, yeah, it's no wonder I think like that. Mm, yeah, of course I did, yeah. Like, I've literally spent a lifetime comparing my body to somebody else's, being told to lose weight, and being told how to lose weight in a thousand different ways. Like, it gets... It, I think that's why I was probably left with a really confusing relationship with myself and food, just because... 
it's just being surrounded in that environment and then like that filters into kind of not only your past environment then like your current environment as well so because you've already got that mindset you then almost like seek it out Mm -hmm. now so you find all the things to like fit into so like when I first started like getting a bit into like fitness and nutrition like I I feel like at the time it was like that fitspo trend was really big like strong not shredded and like loads of females that were shredded (laughs) like absolutely were but were just like lifting weights in a gym so looked really good like really toned really nice and my whole social media was just that type of body and you just end up when when that's all you see on your instagram you and is it any wonder that that's what you feel like you should be like and i think it's it's difficult to escape that when it's constantly the um it baffles me as well actually because i see a lot of coaches doing photo shoots for clients Mm -hmm. and i don't understand it because then it basically what we're saying is that person that you're following on social media you know they don't look like that because they've probably dieted down unsustainably they've got the perfect lighting they've had the tan done uh, they're covered in oil um, they've got a professional camera crew to come around to take this absolutely like what they deem to be the perfect photo in that moment in time we know that that's unattainable the only way to achieve it is to have the same photo shoot. And it's like, it ju- it's just, it, it's such a negative head like place to be, yeah. isn't it? It's like knowing that, well, actually the only way I'll ever look like that is if I throw a load of tan on and they get the lighting perfect. Mm-hmm. And we change our whole life just to get to that specific point, And then that becomes our benchmark. I've I seen some really that. nice ones from a few coaches that like we know in our space that have done some like really yeah. nice embrace your body as it is type photo shoots where like they've not like dieted down to get to that point and it's literally like whole different range of body types wearing clothes that empower them mm-hmm. like wearing crop tops no matter how what size they are like i i love that kind of thing mm-hmm. but I could like my voice went there. Mm. <laughs> like your child's fit. But doing the doing a photo shoot at the yeah. end of an eight week program, twelve week yeah. program, any week program, twenty week program, two hundred week program, if it's the end goal is for a one second in time, it's probably not the right place to be, is it? It's probably gonna be negative because you're probably gonna follow loads of people on the same journey. Yeah. It's gonna create again that social media and like you'll just see that as the norm. And yeah. you'll see that photo of yourself on that day and go that's the norm mm. that's that's where life should be i should i should look like that all the time it's physically yeah. impossible so i think it's it's thinking about like looking at your social media and and kind of or oh, oh, sorry should i say the things that might be impacting us are potentially our social media your friends like what do you speak to your friends about like i know quite a few of our clients have said in the past that like all the friends talk about is like how they're going to lose weight or like um getting to the gym or starting the gym or like things like that it's a big main topic of the conversations or even kind of like your families like if you've grown up potentially in a family where that's like a large topic of conversation and you every time you see them you get sucked back into that or it may even, it may even be like your in-laws like i've had clients talk about the fact that like they've got in-laws who are like health obsessed and like push the beliefs and opinions and thoughts onto them so it's just kind of raising awareness around all these different aspects of life and 
just kind of looking at them and, and just going, uh, where are, what are people talking about? What am I seeing? What are the conversations that are happening? Like, just having a real honest look at all of that first, isn't it? 100%. And obviously we can't change our past environment and no. our, like, our upbringing and all those things. We can't change that Victoria Beckham got clapped on TV for weighing less and we can't change magazine covers from the 90s. But what we can do is change how the future is going to be for mm. you. And we know that one of the biggest things is your social media feed. We know that that's what you see so frequently, probably more than anything else. Yeah. Some people see the social media feed more than they see the family because mm-hmm. they're just they're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, constantly scrolling. And if that feed in itself isn't diverse, if it is, as Jen mentioned before, just full of what is hashtag fitspo, mm-hmm. so you're just constantly seeing people who are shredded, constantly seeing people who are have the most perfect lighting, edited photos, um, basically living uh, in, a, in a second of time, like they're living in a snapshot. If that's all you see that becomes the norm. It's as simple as that. And the only way to move away from that, whether we like it or not, is to start blocking and muting people that are only posting those things. Now, as we've spoken about before on this podcast, it can be quite, um, I guess, blunt to block and unfriend and unfollow, Mm. but you can still mute. They will not know. They will never find out. And if it's a, if it's somebody who's got more than 5,000 followers, they'll probably never even notice anyway. I don't know when someone unfollows me. No. I've not a clue. And I've only got like 4,000 and something. So if there's anybody more than what I've got, there's no way they're ever going to know it was you that unfollowed them. They'll probably only know if they're very close to you, if they're good friends. And even then, they'll have to check. Mm-hmm. So unless they're checking every day, they'll never know. But what you can do is, especially on... Um, I know you can do it on Facebook and Instagram. You can mute them so that their posts... Just don't show up on your feed so that when you're scrolling through it, it's not all you ever see. And then, of course, the next step is to start looking and finding some more diverse uh, social media accounts. And the good thing is about 2022, it's a there's a bit more of a movement in that direction. So you'll see them being shared around. You'll see them on friends' stories. And it's really important to just go and follow those people mm-hmm. as well. Not just instead of, but as well, because... I think it's having a diverse range that helps. Yeah. If you only have one type of, um, not one type of person, but if you're only following one type of account, should I say, that's what you will believe because that becomes the norm. Yeah. So therefore everybody thinks this way because that's all they ever see. Whereas if you've got a diverse, what you'll realise is that everybody's different. All our bodies are different. We don't mm. all live in perfect lighting with edited photos. That's not how we walk around. And it'll just become so much easier to be more accepting and happier from what's going on. Yeah, 100% agree. And I even I even think that I can go as far as, like, what shops you shop at because, like, I, I predominantly shop on ASOS these days. Mm. I don't think I look very unfair, but what I love now about when you scroll down ASOS is there's different sizes, there's different shapes, there's different skin colours, there's stretch marks. I was buzzing the other day. You was. When I got, um, when mm-hmm. I saw, I looked on and I was like, oh my goodness, that girl's boob's got stretch marks on it. Mm-hmm. I've got stretch marks on my boob. Like, I'm buzzing. Phil, come, come and look at this woman's boobs. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really nice to see normal bodies. Like, and I think it's really difficult and often this is why I don't like, you'll, you very, like, if you look through my Instagram feed, you'll very rarely see a picture of me and my body because I don't want to kind of I don't want my account to be about that and I think there's a reason for that it's because I don't want to add to the, the kind noise. of yeah the noise um but 
I think it's really, really important to... I kind of following on from what Phil said there, and we've jotted down here, like, to unsubscribe, unsubscribe from previous diets emails, but I think it goes even further than that because it's looking at what foods do you attach to that diet and that put you in that mindset. It's looking at... The big one for me is these, like, weight loss accounts. So people who've had success calorie counting or had success on Slimming World or Weight Watchers and post what they eat and post about how much weight they're losing. Please, if you want to change your relationship with kind of dieting and your body image and all this, unfollow or mute those type of accounts because I actually think they are probably one of the big, at this moment in time, probably one of the biggest contributors to you feeling like you're not doing what you should be doing. Like, I think these, like, even on, like, TikTok and things mm. like that, these what I eat in a day type things... It doesn't work. You don't need to know what someone else is eating in a day. No. I know it's really blunt, but the problem... You, well, there's, uh, we could do a full episode on that. We probably will at some point. But, number one, they've probably edited their day so that it looks different. That's mm. not what they usually eat in a day. If it is what they usually eat in a day, I feel sorry for them mm-hmm. because if they're just eating that lettuce leaf for dinner, that ain't filling them up. Number three, what they eat in a day really does not matter for what you need to eat in a day. Mm-hmm. You are two different people. What I eat in a day, what you need to eat in a day, what Jen eats in a day, probably going to be three different things and that's absolutely fine and that's totally normal. Number four, as we've mentioned, you don't need to change your body, but if you want to change your body, it doesn't really matter what someone else is doing. All you're now doing, as Jen was saying then, is feeling bad because you're not doing what they're doing. But they're not doing it anyway. It's just mm-hmm. a snapshot. It was just one day out of the last 30. Yeah. And you might say, oh yeah, but... Do you post it every day? All right, so what they do every day still isn't what you need to do every single day. Yeah, and I think it might seem not relevant, but it does link into this whole like self-talk and then that self-talk links to the way that we view ourselves and see ourselves. So it really, like, I remember one client that we had, like, a friend was, like, heavily involved in a slimming club and mm. I, she was like, I can't, like unfollow her mm. so just mute her like yeah. she's never gonna know like but if that that was a triggering thing for her like constantly seeing that content and that kind of like information coming up and what i very often see on those accounts is they they constantly talk about the body mm. and, and and how they're looking so like if you've got someone who is always talking about their own body image that's the type of thing that you need to be getting rid of and constantly talking about how they look they're going to trigger those thoughts with you. So I think that is really important. (coughs) Sorry. So just really take a good look at like everything related to specific things you've done or people talking about the the way they look and things like that and and that diversity on your social media as a a really really big one i would say huge and i think the other thing as well is obviously that's that's social media but then we've got to remember that although we probably spend a lot of time on it we also spend some time with people as well Mm -hmm. Uh, and when we're in real life and when we're speaking with people whether it's whether it's on social media you might spend a lot of time speaking with certain people on Instagram, you might have a WhatsApp group, as Jen mentioned before. If all that gets spoken about during those conversations is, I need to lose weight to achieve X, Y, and Z, or I need to do this for this, or I need to look like this to do that, or I wish I looked like X person, or it's just constantly just photos being shared of people that everybody within that group wish they looked like, that's, once again, it's almost like creating your life feed 
so we're moving away from social media feed and we're on like your feed of life like you're seeing all these things and surrounded by these people that are constantly saying the same thing and me, me and Jen had a very good conversation about this the other day when we was on a walk and it was about something slightly different but with the same outcome and we were talking about this idea that if you're constantly surrounded by negative people mm. you will become a negative person whether you like it or not you just will because in order to fit into that group you have to be negative so the only way to engage in conversation with five people who are only willing to talk about negative things is if you talk about negative things. Mm. If you speak about something positive, they'll go, well, we don't want to engage in that. It's the same with this. If you're in a group with five other people and all they ever speak about is diets, slimming world, weight watchers, losing weight, uh, accounts to follow that have really good food inspiration when in reality it's just what I eat in a day. If they're just talking about people they want to look like, diets they should be doing, the fact that they hate certain parts of their body... How are you going to speak to them? How can you get involved in that conversation? Well, clearly you just speak about the same stuff they do. That's the only way to engage in that conversation. Because if you go into that group and go, I'm feeling really good about my body today. You're on your own then. How would you get involved in that conversation? Mm -hmm. You can't because they're going to go, you don't fit in here. You're not fitting around here because we talk about negative stuff and you're speaking about the fact that you're feeling happy in your body. So naturally... You gravitate towards that negativity. You gravitate towards speaking about things that will allow you to feel like you fit in because that's what matters. You know, fitting in is what is more important than, or you will feel like fitting in within that group is more important than anything else. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to never speak to them again. It's one of the options, but I'm not going to tell you to do that. The other option is to set that boundary. Start, be the person that says, look, do you know what? Actually, speaking about all these things is actually having a negative impact. It makes me feel bad. It makes me feel low. It makes me feel depressed. It makes me feel um, unworthy. It makes me feel like I just, you know, like I can't like my body because all we speak about is X, Y, and Z. You don't have to go in with the, you know, this is what we need to speak about instead, but just make your feelings clear that this conversation you're having isn't helping you. And if they are friends, they will hopefully will be able to come on board with what you're saying. I would hope so. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if you kind of go in, like, that's a really challenging thing to think about if you've been friends with someone for a lot of years, but if you kind of approach it in the sense that, look, guys, I'm, I've been really struggling with this for a really long time, and I've started trying to see things in a different way, and I'm trying to do this, this, and this, and actually, some triggers for me are this, this, and this, then... It's, it's almost trying to educate them as well to understand like the why behind what you're doing and how it's impacting you. To, that might then positively positively impact them as well, mightn't it? 100%. I mean, imagine someone came to you and said that. Imagine you wasn't the first to say it and someone else went, look, I'm really struggling when people talk about this. You'd be going, oh, God, thanks. So, so glad someone said mm-hmm. that because I'm struggling as well. They're all struggling with the same things. It's just waiting for someone to bring it up and you can be that person. And I think it's not going at it like, this is what you should be doing. No, It's just like, not, this yeah. is what I'm doing and it's actually really helping me. And I love your support mm-hmm. um, because I've done this and this and it's really helped and changed the way that I'm looking at myself, the way I'm speaking to myself. Um, but part of that journey is kind of looking at my environment and who I'm speaking to and things like that. And that, that can be really, really difficult, but that right now could be the thing, the the last thing that's holding you back from f- being free of a lot of this stuff because it, it does become a really big part of your identity and to kind of, particularly if you've done this for years and years and years and mm-hmm. to kind of tackle all these things is, is challenging and is difficult. And I think that's why we, 
love having the Lift, Learn and Burn community for that thing because you've got people who are trying to do the same thing as you and achieve the same thing as you. And I think being surrounded by people who are doing that. And actually, we had it the other day where someone had... Um, was comparing a little bit and I was like well instead of comparing why don't you ask that person how they got to that point because that's where you want to get to and you can learn something from that person and I think that if you can be the person who inspires other people to make change then that's a really positive thing to do isn't it 100% so look we know that it's difficult we know it's tough none of the things we speak about on these podcasts are easy or straightforward they're never going to be like, we're never going to jump on and be like, oh, just eat less food and move a little bit more and everything's going to be great. Like We know the stuff that we talk about is tough. And sometimes it's tough for us to speak about as well, never mind for um, you know for us to help coach and for people to take in. It is, it's, it's, sometimes it's really, really difficult because we know that it's stuff that's been instilled and built in for 20, 30, 40 years. It's not easy, it really isn't. But just remember that your past environment are the things that are probably impacted you to get you to where you are today. Your current environment is probably going to have an impact on how you feel right now, but you can make some changes. They are going to be difficult. They're not going to be easy. They're not going to be straightforward. Um, but I would definitely start with your social media feed because that's the easiest one, isn't it? Yeah. Just start doing a little bit of muting. Don't need to tell them. Just hit mute. And if you don't know how, drop us a message because we can show you. But... I still have this as a bit of an ongoing one as well. So like, if anything ever pops up... Like, I don't necessarily go... I remember I did a big, like, call at one point when I first thought about this and I got rid of a lot of people. But now, like, if anything pops up and I find myself either having a negative thought about myself or wishing I could do this or this or this, I literally just do it straight away now. Yeah, just get it done. Yeah, that's yeah. the quickest way. Just, just that little mute and it'll just completely change what you see, which will make you feel loads better. Also. Yeah! Then you can unsubscribe some emails. Do that. They'll not care. Do you think someone's manning the Slimming World inbox going, oh, someone else has unsubscribed? They couldn't. They'd have to pay them a lot of money because I'm pretty sure there's people doing it by the second. Do you remember the other week when that Slimming World thing came through and um, Reggie Reg got all of it and turned into bits? And then set some boundaries. It's probably the most difficult one, but it's probably the thing you see the most often. So take that one a little bit slower, but it'll definitely help. Yeah. But before you do any of that, Jen, put Don't me on the go anywhere, because I'm putting you on the spot. Go on then. On the spot, on the spot. Um, right then. I made this question up. Oh no. It's never a good idea. If you could go back to any point of your life. Hmm. What ta- what like what which part of your life would it be and why? I would like to relive the day we met. Ah ha ha! Proper answer. No, I just had a great night out. <laughs> and then I met you. That was good as well. <laughs> no better answer than that. Come on. Better answer. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, it's really nice. Oh, it's beautiful. No. And you're sat there going, better answer. It's ingenuine. It's not ingenuine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the day before we met, I decided not go out that night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better for you. No. Um, any moment in life? Yeah, like a time of life. Like a period of time? Yeah. Not just like a specific day. Like, maybe like a year, like an age of your life. Oh, an age? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'd probably go back to, you're going to hope that I say at some point in the last five years. No, no, I don't think mine will Do you know be. what though? Genuinely, about four years ago, we had a right good year, didn't we? We did, yeah. We had an holiday about eight times, man. Absolutely love that. Uh, we're not cashed. They weren't big holidays. They were like weekend breaks, but they were brilliant, weren't yeah. they? Um, well, that was a very good year. The year I went travelling was absolutely oh, spectacular. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a very obvious choice, isn't it? I'd absolutely love to go around the world again. I would, I've 
don't know if I can choose another year, actually. How can I choose another year instead of that one? That will, That is a pretty good one, isn't it? Yeah, 2012 or something, 13, maybe? The, when did you go? I, to, I don't know. I went, 2014, I think. So I went, you went to, where did you go? Or oh, 13. You went away I went to Australia and Thailand, I did two. Two months? Yeah. Uh, I think the two years then. Yeah, so you did two months and I went as you were coming back. Not that I knew you at the time. I think it might have been 2014, I think. So then I went away for 14 months. I think I know that's more than a year, but I think I'd probably do that again. Would you? Yeah, I mean, it was... It was just mad. Like, it was just incredible. I'd 100% do that. Particularly the first part of the trip. Not the bit we Love got that. robbed. But the first, yeah. Thailand, Singapore, Australia. Yeah, that bit, that was absolutely mad. Yeah. I'd do that. I want to go travelling again. Should we go travelling again, Jen? Yeah, let's do that. Should we leave all this behind? <laughs> Take it with us. <laughs> That's true, we're on there now. We can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Come and see you live next week from Bali. Imagine. Oh, I wish. I don't know why live is podcast, don't you? <laughs> you can do live podcasts, you know. Can you? Mm, yeah. Oh. People like to subscribe to your feed and stuff. That's fun. Mm, anybody want to come and listen to us live? Can they interact with you? Is anyone listening to this not live? Because if you're not, then you'll not want to come live either, will you? <laughs> Um, yeah no I like that that's fun right on that note Phil's going travelling around the world again yep so Jen will be doing this on her own from now on and I'm going to go back to my emo days ah yeah mm. interesting 16 16 years old yeah, going to calf that's calf me. was like um, if anyone had like liquid back in the day when you were like 16 before you could go out and they did like an under 18s night it's like the opposite of that it <laughs> is the opposite of that it was like rock emo screamo like that period of life all my friends were in bands mm. i had a big lovely group of friends that were great you had no bills no bills i loved all the no music fails. no fails i put you in it though what do you mean like i'd go back to that period of life but then drop you in it i was probably somewhere there anyway let's be honest yeah you probably we've were crossed, we've crossed paths many times before we met we must yeah have. we definitely have we're from down the road from each other we can't we must have been out at the did same time did you put a calf no i didn't go liquid either though I went a load of liquid, but I was a load of calf. No, I was too cool. I was playing football. Oh, that. I didn't drink till I was eighteen, did I? I didn't drink. No, I'm just saying, like, I didn't go out and stuff, did I? Oh, right. Like, I didn't do that. I weren't in that vibe, was I? I just like played football. Yeah, I loved calf. That's worked out well, hasn't it? <laughs> anyway. Right. Right. It's been spectacular. Hope you've all had an absolutely sensational three, four weeks without us. Now your week has just got better. Fingers crossed. Have a good one. We'll see you all soon. Bye.